check it out. Hello, hello, I'm Bentley Craig, and this is Things Thought on Circle Drive, coming to you live from the very tip top of Crawford Mountain. And up here on the top of Crawford Mountain, I get a different I get a different perspective. I get a I get a different point of view from up here. Yes, I do. It's a different vantage point from the top of Crawford Mountain, a hidden oasis right in the middle of Florida. Oh, my. Thanks for stopping by. I appreciate you coming over to hang out with me in Circle Drive. You know, I've been thinking, still thinking about old Joe Biden. I'm thinking, what's going on with that? But I guess we'll find out. It's ticking. Time keeps on ticking. We'll see what happens with this nightmare. And I guess old uh, President, the God himself, Mr. Kim, of the Kim clan of uh, North Korea, looks like he's alive. He's alive. Well... I have always been mostly a believer in stick with the devil you do know. Stick with the devil you do know. I was really wondering how that was going to work out. Everybody was saying his sister. I was like, well, I don't know, man. They, they crazy about their hierarchy of things. Guess we won't find out now about that. <coughs> and they usually don't pick successors either, right? We discussed that. Dictators usually don't pick their successors. Well, I guess gods, especially. Yeah. Must be tough being a god. Well, I guess. He's the only other god I know of. And he's definitely a socialist god. <clears throat> I don't know what politics my god is. He's in the god politics, I suppose. I do know he wasn't really fond of the idea when the, the Jewish people got together and said they wanted a king. And he was just like, well, when I thought I had to find out, you don't need a king. Oh, yeah, everybody else has got a king. We need a king. And he's like, all right, we'll get 
chicken. So I really don't know what his uh, politics is. To me, it's more of a, you know, do unto others as you would have them do unto you. So most of us don't like to be beat up or stolen from, so I'm sure we don't want to treat people that way. Of course, back in the day, it was an eye for an eye. You don't need a king when you're living in those kind of rules, I suppose. It's just how it is. Eye for an eye, tooth for a tooth. But see, that's way before Jesus kind of stuff. With Jesus, it's a different thing. Turn the other cheek, see? <clears throat> Oh, yes. You know what popped into my head today? Hmm? You, you want to know? A couple words. Yes. Shlemil Shlemazel. Hassan Pfeffer Incorporated. But mainly... Shamil Shamazel. And I was I was thinking about that as uh just how silly things are. I wouldn't really go so far to say as the president of the United States is uh a shlemiel or a shlemazel. No, no, I wouldn't. Of course, now there's at least 50% of the country who would disagree with that right now. And that's fine. That's fine. But he is the president. And, uh, but I would use that with, uh, you know, Joe Biden, even though, from what I understand, um, a schlemiel is an, I wrote it down, an unlucky bungler. And a schlemazel is a, uh, oh, he is a a schlemizel is a someone who's constantly unlucky. So, but I'm starting to say that about the Democrats. And I guess they're neither one of those either. Though Biden. Biden always has been. I've listened to him say things over the years. You know, he's been around a while. I've heard him speak over the years. And he's always a dingbat. And rude. Especially when you caught him. When he wasn't in front of the pulpit preaching. Politics at you. He was even worse. He was. He was a pig. <clears throat> remember him talking to some girl reporter probably late 80s or something early 90s he's a real wiener thought if he had talked to my sister that way I'd have to pinch his nose I'd pinch his nose tell him I took it cause uh, that's not how you behave and he's doing that on with somebody with a camera and he didn't really care Like it really wasn't going to matter what was going to happen. And over the years, I've never really seen anything good come out of his mouth. This is really a schmuck. Is that Yiddish too? That's what Shlemiel and Shlemazel is. That's Yiddish. Laverne Shirley, yes. 
just in case. I love that show. Ed Mork, Mork from Ork was on it. He was on all three, wasn't he? Mork was on Happy Days and Laverne and Shirley and Mork, Mork from Ork. I love Mork from Ork. Loved him. So that would have been, what, about 70? Because I was looking at Laverne and Shirley today, and I was actually wanting to... I remembered the Shamil and Shamazel was <clears throat> kind of an insulting name, but in a humorous way. But it wasn't... can't really use it in the context I was wanting. So, maybe they were talking about themselves, Right? Both of them, they weren't real lucky. Those girls never got to hit the lottery. And, uh, what was that? Hassan Pfeffer? Is a, I think it's, I uh, looked it up and it was a soup, a German soup. And Incorporated didn't really have it. I never seen anything. It was Haas and Pfeffer. You can probably find something in somebody who's really a Laverne and Shirley fan. Though I was. I loved them. Lenny and Squiggy. Oh yeah, I'd love to be able to pick the moment when Laverne or Shirley picked the word and they finished the sentence with something insulting and they'd come popping through the door. Oh, at the entertainment. That's my kind of entertainment, I suppose. What about you? Can you remember Laverne and Shirley? And happy days. Those were happy days. I guess until Fonzie jumped the shark. Fonzie jumping the shark, I guess, was the end of that. And I guess it's become a metaphor or something for other bad shows when they've jumped the shark. Now. But I think by the time Fonzie jumped the shark, I don't know if I was watching it. I saw the Laverne Shirley was on from 76 to 83. So I remember, so 76, 77, by 83. Yeah, I was in high school, probably wasn't much into it. Oh, high school days. Ronald Reagan was president in my high school days. I got to vote for Clinton just because that's how it was in West by God, Virginia. Straight Democratic Party. We got a little switch for that. know if they still do it like that well at least back here back home well actually I guess they still do there's a new voting stuff coming out I'm down here in Florida Florida the top of Crawford Mountain. Oh man. Yeah, and I was uh, thinking about a couple other things. Something I like to think about is the old mud flood. 
Tartaria. Tartaria. I'm very interested in it. <clears throat> right now, I'm in Florida, and there's not very many mud flood opportunities. There is, however, a star fort in St. Augustine. Florida, so I'm gonna have to go over there and check it out. But that's about the only thing Tatarian that I can actually get to. So, can you imagine a civilization that was just completely taken? Out of the history books. Some country that was apparently way ahead of all the other countries. We're talking in the 1700s. You know, like 17... Before the Revolutionary War, there were houses with free electricity in them. Pulled up and out of the ether. The fifth element, so to speak. These fancy houses. And I mean, you know, you've seen them. You've seen these pictures and they're in a lot of towns well those are supposedly Tatarian places with like spires, spires on the top of them and they're really you know fancy fireplaces and just some crazy architectural designing and uh, they were buried and we come along and saw some of them and then un unburied some of them I guess and then we destroyed some of them at world fairs apparently we say that they built these fancy facade buildings or really fancy buildings and then tore them down a year or three later That's pretty fascinating. Now, in my hometown, I have some of those buildings. But it's not uncommon for houses in my area to have basements. So, when people start talking about why are these buildings, why would you do a basement like that? Well, I've seen a lot of houses that do things similar just to get some light in down there and they don't have to quite make it as deep also kind of thing but anyway I do like the idea of a forgotten culture that would have been around like uh, Marco Polo when was he in the ten hundreds 1300s I, I can't remember but I know he wrote down about carrying some jewelry with uh, from Tataria and some other ones that I can't quite remember but um, uh, Andrew Jackson wrote about him uh, there was a thing in the 40s uh, talking about uh, Russia wanting the 86 Tataria just take them on out of the pictures and the history books and everything there's a uh, you know Freedom of Information Act that you can go look up and see I haven't actually went and looked it up and seen it I've just seen a lot of people talk about it and hold it in their hand while they're talking about it so I'm going to assume that this is a real piece of paper but I've never actually 
looked for it myself and vetted it completely. I have, uh, I don't recall ever putting in a freedom of information request other than looking online and seeing somebody else's copy of things. But I don't think I've seen a copy of that either, but there's a lot of people say that it's true, so I, I imagine it is. And they go way back in maps. You know, you go back in the 1400s and see Tataria on maps. And, you know, it's kind of like Mongolia, Russia kind of area bigger sometimes smaller sometimes and it's it's kinda you know it's there you go back and you see them on maps um, and when I say you can go back and see them on maps that is me just looking at pictures of maps with they look legitimate to me online you know I never got to pick up an actual 1400s map now back in um, different times in my local library I had a they had a map room that had some cool maps but it never stuck out to me and maybe I never went back and looked at a 1400 year old map or a copy of it but they're neat you can go online and see them they look legit they you know otherwise they somebody took a lot of time to make one I wouldn't say that any of those maps are real accurate to be honest with you but they were on them And map making today is, I think, a little different. From what I'm gathering, map makers back then, some of them were good, but sometimes they were also telling a story on these maps. Because there might be a map maker, but then there might just be an illustrator on the map. You know, kind of like when Hollywood gets a hold of a, a good actual story, but then it turns into something else. Because some of these maps I've seen dragons and um, sea creatures. So... Am I to take that there's dragons and sea creatures and when they wrote about them back then it was actually happening? Did they kill them all? But Tataria was on these maps too. Like I said, it was in Marco Polo. Talked about it back then. They were in uh, mentioned in a uh, one of the versions of the Pied Piper from Hamlet story. I liked it. It was written in like the middle of the 1800s. That version that mentions Tataria even mentions a portal. But in 1846, there were people writing down about. A place called Tataria. Oh, but <clears throat> well, that's kind of neat to get into that. Liam talks about Tataria a little bit, I think. I can't. I've read it and listened to it and read it a few times. Like, I actually, I've got it on my phone. I guess I could pull it out, but eh, I'm waiting. I'm still practicing, practicing, thinking out loud, 
But one of these days, there will be somebody else. So I figured there needs to be two more. And one person to just kind of find those stories. You know what I'm saying? With a little bit of input, but mainly theirs is looking up the, that backup kind of thing. So one of these days, it'll be a little better. But right now, we're still just thinking out loud and practicing. The old mud flood. Can you just all of a sudden get rid of somebody? Now see when it happens, it's one thing to ethnic cleanse, I guess. Because they did more than like decimate. Because I guess decimate in his uh, Roman is one out of ten. Uh, annihilated, I guess, will be like to kill all the Tatarians. Then there's like these bunch of kids traveling all over the place and getting adopted out, but just these kids going places. You know, it's real interesting. Cause they talk about all these kids coming from the East Coast, around New York, all these homeless orphan kids and it was like a bunch of them and uh, then they sent them out west and got adopted out everywhere I'm like man, really you had like 300,000 uh, orphan kids in New York City <laughs> and around there I have a lot of orphan kids that's something that I find interesting now that's part of the, the mainstream story so I like to really go vet this kind of stuff because it is interesting I remember the first time it was about a year or so ago when the mud flood was introduced to me in Tataria and I was like, huh? Because uh, I was thinking about this other uh, stuff about trees. Or these some of these mountains that were actually giant trees at some time. We're talking like 100 mile long trees apparently. Straight up 20 mile long tree. You know. That's kind of neat. And then these other uh, formations that look like people or things like that was actually giants the size of mountains. Like they point out the mountain ridge and be like, see right here? It looks like it's a person laying down there. And you're like, yeah. Well, they're like, see? That's where a big giant laid down and never got back up. And that's a fossilized giant. love it that'd be awesome like can I pee on it is that rude will it wake up but I like that too that was some kind of mud flood some, something happened not like the mud flood mud flood that's a, I guess that's a whole other different type of mud but I love the mud flood love it <clears throat> it means that some of these buildings and things in town maybe your hometown was just buried in dirt they were buried somehow and then all those people that would have been around them are dead somehow and, and then I guess all those kids went up being homeless because all the parents were just taken out of the picture and that wouldn't have been just in Russia Th those were over here and now if you really want to get freaky deaky some people even say that these people were building those houses even before the Indians got here 
or pardon me, the Native Americans were around. There's a bunch of Tatarians. Now that is just amazing stuff. Now the LDS has some stories about things and nothing like that. But, you know, let's say that, uh, like here's an idea of how, I've always wondered how, the where the mud come from? And that's the big other thing. There's not really a lot of answers about the mud and how it came to be and why it didn't cover here and it didn't cover everything. It just covered this places. I was thinking, well, maybe those uh, free energy uh, things turned everything into mud around them and they sunk. <laughs> and uh, it sucked all the people in it, too. And they all burned up through the chimney. <clears throat> Just a theory. Could be. But there are some really fascinating buildings, and there's some pictures of them, and you can see them. Type in Mud Flood and go check them out. And uh, they're really interesting buildings. Some of them are huge, and then some of them were built for just a little bit, they say, and then they just tore them down. These are fantastic buildings, but and and they were, but then. You couldn't really put a whole lot of other thing in there. They seemed like they were always, um, like, people's homes. Like, um, some of your government buildings in your town, your city hall, some old libraries, my old library, my hometown. And it was cool. It was very cool. And it was a library, but it just seemed like type place. It was probably a uh, somebody's house back at one point. And, uh, and in my memory, and I can look at it online, but to get up close and personal, I had to go back to the house, hometown. But it had all the markings of a uh, Tatarian so-called Tatarian building and I don't know about that building but I've looked at a lot of different I was in a spot one day where I could look and see and I got to look and see the architects of some of the buildings and I looked up some of the cool ones at the time like the the first high school or Huntington High the old one now but it was um, a local architect at least that was what the paper said or the information and a lot of them in town actually they were architects for all over the country but they also architected their house and a couple buildings for the government around town that was kind of cool but they were like architects that did a lot of work elsewhere so and at that high school it would look like classic Tatarian in their classic government buildings I guess that of course didn't look like somebody's house but it could have been it was neat it was a neat looking place But that was a uh, couple dudes from my hometown that actually architected it. And I got to look at a lot of old maps from my hometown, like the way back when. And it's kind of cool. I didn't see anything Tatarian related on those maps like a Tatarian street or anything. 
but actually that my area came from George Washington gave it to some people his generals and such uh, little plots of land well they weren't little big plots of land from one end of my hometown to the other and a little bit this way and that way and a few of them stuck around and took him up on it and that was after the Revolutionary War been big old giant plots of land that's crazy there's about 10 of them they would have owned everything in my hometown area but a couple of them took it Buffington was one and that was the one that was down towards my end of town that's who ended up with that part of my hometown area yeah but you're glad you just I'm just thinking out loud but if there's uh, something you'd like to hear me think about you can email me at the speed of your fingertips at bentleycraig at outlook dot com and bentleycraig at yahoo.com Yeah, it was just uh, the whole mud flood. That's kind of neat. Yeah, and with the mud flood, you got to believe in everything was reset. Is what they like to call that. A big reset. And there's a number of years, 60, 100, anyway, you get so far and people just forget. Especially if you take it off the conversation table. See, that's kind of upsetting to think that people could just yank my chain like that and just change whatever. You know, if they were really true and there was free energy, well, wouldn't that be neat? Are they retarding us for a reason? You know, and then Tesla come along, and that's what a lot of the mud flood Tartarian say that he was somehow connected with that whole thing. He plugged into the information somehow. And got it all figured out. For a little while. And then, you know. He wanted to give free uh, energy. And uh, then like. Morgan. What was his name? Uh, Mr. Moneybags. J.P. Morgan. Was funding it. Was like oh no. No. Can we put a meter on it? Tesla's like, oh no, no, it'll be free for everybody, and he's like, no, forget about it, and that was the end of that, it's kind of like my version of, <laughs> I got it years ago, I'm sorry, but that would have been in the, I guess the last of the Tatarian. And then Donald Trump's uncle went in and cleared out Tesla's hotel room, his apartment, collected his notes. Now that's something kind of creepy I haven't really vetted vetted that story myself but it's very common and you can look out and find it and that's that's another you know when the show gets better that will be vetted with some backup material Until then, I'm just thinking out loud.
And why not think about hidden history? Hidden human beings. It's just fascinating that something like that could happen. If it happened, I'm not saying it did. I also think that when people say, well, nobody around here, they don't have pictures of them doing it, word of all this, and why don't they do it now? I'm thinking, let me think about it. Let me think. And I thought, and I thought, and you know what I've come up with? I come up with, you know what? Well, back in those days, there was a lot of immigrants. And some of those immigrants were really freaking good at doing that kind of work. And so they would have a bunch of immigrants on a crew that was working for hardly anything back in those days. Because that's just how they treat immigrants. seems like or especially back in those days oh yeah oh my oh my what a lovely world we would live in Yeah, so we got the old immigrants way back when all together. They were all building those fancy places everywhere. But you can't build that fancy stuff very long. You really can only do that. And back in those days, some of those people and especially my hometown they had some really wealthy people and that is why we had some really fascinating downtown area and um, the public libraries the art museums all that there was a lot of philanthropy there's a lot of rich people with money that gave back to the town at least that's how it was explained to me and I just happened to know some of those people actually like my hometown theater oh my it's fascinating. It's absolutely gorgeous. And, uh, you want to look at it? It looks very Tatarian. But, you know, I knew at one point who built it. Anyway, it's called the Keith Albee. You should check it out. And there's only was two of them. There was another one in New York City that was like the one in my hometown. It was just, as far as I was concerned, it was the most spectacular movie theater, theater, whatever you want to call it, place I'd ever seen. And I got to see some nice ones, but none of them were ever as cool as my hometown movie theater. It really was a fascinating place. But it wasn't built by Tatarians. I know that much. You can look at it and say whatever you might want to say, but I'm definitely going to show you the history of it. You can find it. I can't show you pictures of it being constructed. Well, maybe I could. I know some people. I know some people was in charge of the rest restoration of it, actually. Yes, I did. Do, do, do. 
I don't know if I know her well enough to call her up on my own. Of course, I don't know her number. But I know somebody else that has her number and has her ear. So there. We'll find out about my hometown theater. The Keith Albee. You can check it out. It is spectacular. And they restored it back to like its old glory too. But it has like catacombs underneath it. Underneath the whole downtown area. I just call them hallways. People call them the catacombs. But they have like well they're really not catacombs. Not at this point. This look like a bunch of hallways underneath town. With a bunch of dusty fold-up chairs in the rooms. But they would tell me that that's all Tatarian. I'm like, can't it just be... Some of my relatives helped build some of that stuff. I know that. Or at least that's what I was told. Like, oh no, that arch is Tatarian. I'm like, well, no, man, my great grandfather helped build that. <laughs> or is that all just a lie? Because I know some other people's great granddad to help build that thing too. But I wouldn't go as far to say that uh, I could have been fibbed to by everybody in the family that talked about it as some kind of family joke. <laughs> I just never got let in on it. Well, I guess that's possible. But not really. No. Some of my family would just have to go uh, black sheep on them. Cause that's just kind of people they were. I had some black sheep in my family, so I was gonna get to hear the other side from them anyway. Could Tataria have been uh, some ancient peoples that was just more clever than us? Or was those houses just fancy rich people thing? Because rich people like to do the same thing. Look, I built one just like yours, but I got a bigger blah blah than your blah blah. <coughs> I mean, I know some rich people. I've been around some money. And those people always dug me. Because I'm kind of likable. But I don't really care for them a whole lot. You know, they liked me. They thought I was interesting. But I also kind of felt the, the boot and the ant mentality going on. I mean, is the ant going to get to complain to the boot? Not really. I try not to mess with ants. I try not to mess with little animals. Because uh, you never know. Might make get butt flooded. Something kind of whammy jammy turned on them. And buried their houses. And mud. Or. I like to take my little theory about them. Uh, turning on their houses. You know some kind of. Maybe they turned them on and it didn't. And a solar flare came through and whammy jammied them. Maybe something freaky deaky happened in the ether. And fried the houses, sunk the ground, did some kind of. I don't know. I don't know what they were doing in those houses. Nobody can really say. They can just speculate, which is what I'm 
speculating off of their speculation. Does that make sense? <coughs> but <coughs> so the mud flood. Tataria. And I love the Tataria in the Pied Piper from, what was it, Richard Browning? Maybe it was in like 1845. Uh, see, when I move up another level, I will have that for you. But until then, you just got to go with my bad memory. But the cool part is, I remember the cool part. Is about the uh, Tataria being mentioned in the disappearance of the kids in uh, Hamlin. Hamlin, Germany. And they disappeared around the I want to say the 1200s? 1000s? 1200? 1300? A long time ago those kids disappeared out of uh, Hamlin, Germany. Yeah. But that, like I said, that poem that I'm using that is from 1840 sometime. But it would be a good time. Because that was about the time they were starting to uh, get rid of Tataria. See, and all those buildings that was in my hometown would have been there in 1840s. All those buildings they do talk about would have all been around for a couple hundred years, maybe. So I do have a hard time with that. That's something that they can't really prove. Like, it's up to me to prove that they were, weren't there. And, uh... And that's okay. That's well, not really how it works, but unless you want to straw man the argument, I guess. That's cool. Whatever. But, like I say, I go with my. We had a lot of immigrants around working for nothing. And we had a lot of rich people making a lot of money off of people back then. Especially. Rich people can make a lot of money because they didn't pay anybody anything. They, that's why we have unions now, was how they treated people back then. So why wouldn't they have a bunch of fancy schmancy houses everywhere? Because they got a bunch of, you know, really cool immigrants showing up that used to build some really fancy dancy buildings. You know, and that's why they're over in uh, Europe and over here, because it's they've been poor everywhere. You know what I mean? But I'm just thinking. But I love the idea of a mud flood. But I wonder where the mud come from. I've talked about cataclysmic cataclysms fancy places for destruction but that's be have to be particularly kind of climatic because <laughs> it didn't get like mud flood everywhere just mud flood in certain places Yeah. Well, could have mud flooded everywhere. That means that would have had to mud flooded um, over 150 years ago. Bunch of mud. Sporadic. Maybe a little bit here, a little bit there, maybe. That's why I like my, my answers. Their free energy device something happened. And just sunk them. 
Not that I'm all in and believe in the whole free energy thing from the ether. I love that idea. No, I know that Tesla didn't get to do it, do it. A lot of people tell you he did it, but he didn't really finish it from the way I understand. Old Morgan like just started tearing things down. Now he might have been able to, but uh, he didn't get to. I don't believe he got to do it. But he tried. And uh, we got a lot of, you know, the Tesla generator, the Tesla dude was a brilliant dude. I don't know where he got his information from. He's alright. But I think he was kind of a wiener, too. But I don't hang around with people that smart, apparently. They're still wieners. Wieners and weasels and who knows? Who cares and why bother? Well, I don't have an answer about mud flood. I do want to hit up an old library somewhere and check that out. Go look and find me eyeballs on an actual map. Not from the internet. Not that I'd say that the what I looked at was fake, but I mean it is the internet. They can put anything they want up there. But they can't go put it in any library. Well, you know, find me an old library. There's gotta be an old one down here somewhere. I'm pretty sure somewhere around here is a uh, art deco library, maybe. <clears throat> I'll check into that. Anyway, if you'd like to get a hold of me, maybe give me uh, something to think about, I'd appreciate it. Some kind of feedback, I'd appreciate feedback. Oh yeah, and you can do that at BentleyCraig at Outlook.com. You can do that at BentleyCraig at Yahoo.com. You can hear this podcast at FringeRadioNetwork.com. Thanks to Mr. Johnny McMahon and his uh, merry band, uh, Freaky Fringy Christians. I don't know if they're all Christians on the Fringe Radio Network. <coughs> Be honest with you. I don't know if that's a prerequisite. That's that's probably another one of those words I shouldn't try to say. But uh, but yeah, Fringe Radio Network. You can hear things thought on Circle Drive. You can hear the Iron Show. You can hear Spirit Wars. You can hear uh, the Brotherhood of the Serpent. You can hear uh, what else? I can't take any right now. You can hear buh, 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 Canary Cry and View from the Bunker. Bunch of them. Yes, you can. And I thank you. I thank you for listening. I thank you for being you. I think that you're pretty rare. I really do. Honestly. You are definitely one of the most rare creatures in the creation, in the whole universe. Speaking of the universe, you are listening to the number one least listen to podcast in the universe. And I thank you. I'll give you a big old hug <laughs> I love you I hope you know that I love you thank you very much for listening I'm Bentley Craig 
Yes, I am. And you're listening to Things Thought on Circle Drive. Coming to you live from the very tip top of Crawford Mountain. And until next time. I'll see you then. Check it out.